All over America, people are hitting the road. An estimated 93 million Americans will drive long distances during the holidays. Many are headed for Mexico. This time of year, border crossings are full of travelers heading south to see family. It can be a dangerous trip given the drug war and high crime levels on Mexican highways. In fact, the State Department urges Americans to defer non-essential travel to northern Mexico. Those who go anyway should take some precautions, as Shannon Young reports. There are a number of things that highway travelers can do to minimize their risk exposure in northern Mexico. The easiest is to carefully choose the time of day when they travel. We've seen their trend change in the sense that they only travel during the day, so they will not travel the Mexican roadways at night. Blasita Lopez directs the Tourism Bureau in Laredo, Texas. She says that while drug war violence on the Mexican side of the border has hurt recreational tourism, it's created a surge in hotel occupancy rates when it comes to seasonal travelers on their way into Mexico. Thousands of visitors coming from the U.S. interior use Laredo as an overnight stopping point before heading into Mexico. When I say thousands, I don't exaggerate. We have overflow areas where when the hotel is full, we know that we need to send them to an area where they can park and sleep overnight in their vehicles. So we have overflow parking areas where they can park and be able to do that, even if it's just a few hours of sleep that they get um, behind their own wheel. We are prepared and we do temporary bathroom stations and things like that. On the other side of the border is Nuevo Laredo and the Mexican state of Tamaulipas. Some highway sections there have been compared to the Bermuda Triangle in which people have gone missing without a trace. But very little information about road conditions circulates within Tamaulipas. Infiltration of government institutions by organized crime is an open secret and the traditional media is often intimidated into silence. So drivers have learned to rely on the workarounds that some residents of Tamaulipas have built to disseminate information and keep safe. Social media, especially Twitter, has played a huge role in getting the word out about security risks. And more recently, a program known as Zello, which turns wireless devices into walkie-talkies, has come into use. The radio method is a more effective way for reporting on the road because it doesn't involve texting while driving. A Twitter user who goes by the handle The El Teto monitors both networks and distributes relevant alerts from Zello on Twitter. He's one of the best sources of up-to-date information on the Tamaulipas roadways. Teto says travelers coming from Texas should avoid crossing at Miguel Aleman or other small-town bridges along what used to be a popular tourist corridor known as the Frontera Chica. That area is now patrolled by organized crime. Instead, Teto recommends crossing only at the Tamaulipas border's three busiest urban spots, Nuevo Laredo, Reynosa, and Matamoros, where bridges are guarded by the military 24 hours a day. The big recommendations are to fill up on gas in a border city or in the U.S. in order to head out with a full tank and not stop, not even to use the restrooms. Just leave the state completely in the time between 6 a.m. and 5 p.m. because by 6, it's already getting dark. And in the area around San Fernando, it's best to drive in front of a bus or an 18-wheeler because they are connected to GPS and information systems and are being monitored. These recommendations were unknown to Alberto Rebollo when he traveled through Tamaulipas with his father in December of 2010. They left the border city of Matamoros in the early afternoon and made a stop to eat and go to the restroom. 
When a truck full of menacing criminals showed up, Rebollo and his father ran into a convenience store. What followed was a strange scene with the workers inside. I asked them to call the police, and they told me they couldn't, that there was no phone. So I said, okay, at least tell me where I am. What's this place called? And they said, we don't know. At that point, I started to get really scared because I thought if these young guys who work and live here can't even tell me what the place is called, the danger is real and they're under threat. Then I looked over to where the food vendors had been just a few minutes before and saw that they had vanished. They picked up and left in a flash when they saw a problem. Just minutes before, there had been people around and suddenly the store was empty. The guys working there were freaked out. The food vendors were gone. It was just me and my father. Rebollo called Mexico's equivalent of 911 on his father's cell phone and described to the operator where they were. When state police arrived, Rebollo says he had to pay them to provide escort to the nearest city. That experience helps to explain why many Tamaulipas residents surveyed by this reporter recommend carrying food, water, and in the case of small children, even a potty for bathroom purposes, all to avoid making any stops along the way. While Mexican authorities have vowed to beef up security along the major highways over the holiday season, it's probably best to follow that advice and to monitor conditions via the crowdsourced, citizen-run civil protection network in Tamaulipas. For The World, I'm Shannon Young.